up, everybody? Welcome to the GOT Addicts. We are the Addicts. What up? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I guess we got to the halfway point. <laughs> yes, we did. We did, and we're we're all still alive. <laughs> Can't say that for everybody are else. We? Really? I don't think everybody's still alive, but we'll get to that. <laughs> See you on the other side. My name is Jerry. Hey guys, I'm Steph. Remember, you can find us on all social media platforms, and the way to find us is at the GOT Addicts. And if you want to shoot us an email, the place to do that is gotaddicts at gmail.com. I think I'm going to sing every time. Yeah, you're singing goodbyes <laughs> already, anyway. All right. Um, okay. All right, Steph. Yep. Just, just, just clear out. Give me this for a couple minutes. I need to talk to your boy, and he and I need to have a discussion okay. for a multitude of reasons, and we just need to we need to hash it out here, Kristen Cole. We we Sir Kristen Cole, like first of all, what the were you doing? Let's run away to Essos. <laughs> Let's get together, run away, and run off. Hey. Honey, I want you with me. Run away with me. I already gave up all my manhood for you. Let's go. Listen. Your speech delivery, though, was very good. I enjoyed that. I thought it was perfectly emotionally delivered. I just thought it made no sense of this idea that you think this character might actually think about running away with you. This character is in Rhaenyra. We'll go deeper. Rhaenyra, yes. Mm-hmm. Second, have you ever heard the term <laughs> do not speak until a question is ash- actually asked? Facts. Because you put uh, asked to. <laughs> have you, you put yourself in yep. the fire for that one. Yep. You gave everything up and gave Alicent ammo beyond belief. And lastly, Kristen, um, <laughs> sir, Kristen Cole, you have officially been turned by the Joker and you are now Two-Face in the Dark Knight. You have gone to the dark side, sir. Welcome. The cookies are tasty. They're delicious. Okay, I'm good. All right, where do you want to hit? Because okay. I just, I, I had a rant in me. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Okay. We can come back That's, to Kristen. No, but... um, I feel <laughs> like no. I kind of want to touch. No, no, you know what? Let's let's come back to him because okay, well, because we'll I back. think we'll talk about him because I have a couple of points about about him. And actually, I wrote I have notes for each of the things that you touched on. Um, uh-huh. But it just it just leads up to the. Uh, climactic the culmination of the last like 10 minutes yes yes the um face pounding oh my goodness that we saw but yeah so yeah. anyway 
anyway. All right, just just for a behind the scenes. Hey, Steph, can you don't know what the episode is titled, right? Because you can't see it. I'm just gonna give no. you the title of this episode. <laughs> no, not the one. Mashed potatoes. Oh man, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, so, but that's messed up. <laughs> that was bad. Um, okay, yeah. So where are we going? We're going with the the grand entrance of Allison. We're going with the king looking like he's dying every five seconds. Oh, we're going with Corliss and his wife. Nah, let's start with the king. <laughs> have a lot let's, of start, let's start with the king. Oh, he's he's disgusting. He looks gross. Oh, he's oh horrible. I, I don't. It's disgusting. He. I don't know that he's gonna have an arm next episode. I know that next episode we do jump. So. Yes. He's his his uh health is progressing or Downward declining <laughs> very rapidly. Um no. so I don't I honestly don't think he's gonna have an arm, first of all. Second of all, those leeches are not working. They're not working. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe we should try the herbs that the other guy is talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Um definitely. Just a thought. That was maybe my first some, thought in that yeah, scene too. Maybe some holistic Give him some herbs. Stuff would be nice. Put uh, it up or cut yeah. off the arm. That too. But I don't think Just... he wants to do that because as you saw when he went to Driftmark, um, he doesn't want to show any 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 signs of weakness. Yeah. So if he's missing an arm, of course, it's going to be like, oh, well, now he really can't even fight if something comes up. So, um, so there he's not, unless he has to chop off his arm, like he had to chop off his... Uh, fingers i don't see him taking letting go of his arm um but let's let's talk about him getting to drift mark <laughs> I oh thought, you mean him just throwing up the whole way yes at first i was like oh maybe he's just seasick right but uh, yeah mm, i don't know because i feel like that's their f- mode of transportation so he shouldn't really be that seasick um, and then I thought, oh, gross. He's just sick because he's dying. Um, but that's not even where I wanted to go. What I meant was when he finally got to Driftmark and Corliss wasn't there, that was real disrespectful. <laughs> like, hey, man, you gave up respect by not choosing his daughter. <laughs> I get that, but he's still the king, you know, like, mm-hmm. That's true, but I, as his daughter said, you know, he was out there. He, he just got back, you know. He'll meet you in the throne room. Right. Right. And he was just <laughs> sitting there waiting, like, all right, I'll be here. Mm-hmm. So that, I thought that was, like, wild, disrespectful. Like, you could have... Anyway, whatever. If I were the king, we would have thrown down. But I also wouldn't be in the situation you that he's in. afford that. Exactly. You're right. He's, you're right. Um... Rhaenyra so, needs a, a, a husband. Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of all put themselves into that situation. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know what? Whatever. It happens. People got agendas. And the agenda in the beginning wasn't to marry Corliss's daughter. Um, and that's why we are here now. And Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> um, whatever. However, on the boat, um, I did like how 
if you, I don't know if you paid attention, it was really quick and very subtle when they showed um, or how they announced or how the camera announced who the new hand of the king was. He went, um, I think it's Sir Lenor. He went and took the tissue out of, or the handkerchief, because it's not a tissue, out of his pocket. And you can see, like, it, it kind of came from right under yeah. where the pin is. So I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Instead of, instead of like, saying, oh, well, this is the new hand of the king. Um, it was like a subtle, this is who it is. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. I also liked the choice. Yeah, I knew you would. I knew you would. Because I like his character. Yeah, he was he's proven to be trustworthy so far. Um Yeah, I don't know where it's heading, but I like so far what I've been presented with. Yeah. It hasn't been much, but And I don't I don't know that he's going to be an issue. I do think his um slimy son is going to be an issue. Oh, you mean Clubfoot, whatever his name is? Um, oh, the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's now whispering in uh, his I know who you're talking about, um, yes. Laris? Lord Laris? Yeah, I, Laris? He, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's going to be an issue. Oh, yeah. That was oh, my yeah. first thought when I saw him talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, in this episode love or him. when you saw him talking in this when episode? When I saw him in the episode. In this episode. Oh, okay. When yeah. I saw him talking in this episode. Yes. Because in the first episode where they were doing the hunt, where we kind of intru- he was kind of introduced, he didn't really say much he didn't give much, too much away yeah. yeah so i was like okay whatever he's just like a gimpy little guy um but this time i was like oh <laughs> this guy's no, slimy he's the keeper of secrets he's a problem yeah. he's a problem he's going to be a problem and he needs to be thrown out of a window asap <laughs> but i know he's not because he's the he's one of the people that we need to create some kind of conflict um or to he's the drama yeah, he's he's the chaos that mm-hmm. um, Littlefinger talked about when he was alive. Um, so he's a problem. And since, since like, uh, what's her name? Allison in that scene is still very easily manipulated. Um, and she's, she's kind of coming out of that this episode. I feel like he planted that little seed. And that was, throughout the whole episode, they were like, logs being thrown onto the fire that is Allison until yeah. she finally makes mm-hmm. that entrance and it's like well here I am <laughs> here you go yeah. uh so and like I and and I think he he was uh the second one yeah because at that point the, the dad had left already so <laughs> yeah so the first go ahead no, no, he's gonna be he's gonna be an interesting character. Yeah. He's going to make a lot of things very, very. I think he's gonna be the one character that pulls some of the strings that Allison still has mm-hmm. to be able to pull. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, I agree with what you said. She kind of came out of her cocoon a little bit by the time she made her grand entrance. Yeah. And I think that he's gonna be almost like a right hand person to her. Okay. If he can provide enough of the secrets, because he kind of made himself valuable mm-hmm. by saying what he said and introducing it the way he did. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't trying to be overt, but at the same time, he was trying to subtly tell her, look, things are happening. Mm-hmm. You need to be more aware. So, and he showed favor to her father. That was also said. I, yeah. That was a tragedy for your dad to be gone. Yeah, but he knew he was, what he was doing. But that was yeah. But that was the mental play. He's 
He's slimy. He's gonna be a slime ball. He is a slime yep. ball. Um, <laughs> he's he's a slime ball. But anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, the first the first um log that kind of got thrown onto Allison's fire was her dad telling her like, "Do mm-hmm. what you got to do because I'm not here. I basically can't take care of you anymore. You need to figure out your life." And your son, your children's lives, because if not, you're you're gonna die. You and your kids are gonna die. <laughs> um, and then this guy was the second one, and then the third one was Kristen. Kristen, not keeping your boy. his mouth shut. Um, oh my god, that wasn't a log, man. <laughs> that was uh, that was a nuke. Holy crap! All he Somebody had to do was shut up. On that. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut. That was just... That whole interaction. Like, I was trying to figure out how that interaction was going to develop that whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we going to get to here? Is he going to reveal... Because I always thought he was going to reveal something, Mm -hmm. but I thought there was going to be more of a question to it. When he revealed the way he did, Mm -hmm. I went like, okay, his honor made him do that. Because here I am trying to sacrifice myself on top of revealing mm-hmm. that. Mm. It was like, I don't. You said kill me. No, no, I know that. No, I know that. And I think that part is his honor. Yes, and he but meant it. I, I know he did. He's so stupid. He's he's <laughs> the beautiful ones usually are dumb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but I don't think that he did. Like, I don't think. I think the reason behind him just kind of blurting it out is he he just had the conversation that he had with Rhaenyra. And yeah. and he even, when he was summoned, he even told the person, like, I just left this princess. Why am I going back over there? So his emotions are still very high. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't think that he told her because of his honor. I think he told her because he thought, I'm, I'm caught. I just had this conversation with this girl. Now, now the queen knows. That means that the king is going to know. I better come out and say it so that I can just get this get this off of my chest. It's already burdening me. Um, and I feel like him and Allison were still like on this roller coaster of emotions. Um, yeah. Because right before that, Allison saw the king fall out of like when he comes out of the. Um, yeah the coach, the carriage or whatever. So it kind of like, she gets a little, she gets a little jostled by him falling, but then like, you can see her stand up a little straighter because it's like, this is exactly what my father said. This guy's going to die soon. I need to secure myself and my family, my kids so that I can move forward. And then she summons Kristen and Kristen's over here. Like I need to, just air out all my dirty laundry and i felt yeah. so bad for him because he you could tell that he was uncomfortable obviously oh yeah he was holding his hands yes he was self-soothing he was self-soothing um and in my notes all i have is all you had to do was shut up all you had to do was stay quiet well, just couldn't. just stay quiet but that but that's where the emotion and the honor are crossing mm-hmm. for me because i felt that his his already oath breaking mm-hmm. 
which broke his honor and bro broke his white cloak, which we saw in the previous episode. It took him a while to get to that yeah. point of even doing that. So he did that, and then he gets caught. And in getting caught, I felt that it was everything coming to a head at once. Mm -hmm. Now my honor's already been broken one way. I have to try to salvage some of it mm -hmm. on the other side. What do I do? I have to be honest and upfront and also be willing to sacrifice myself mm -hmm. for what's coming. Yeah. I feel bad for And him. I don't... And what came next was the thing that I don't think either one of them realized that they were doing. Allison didn't realize by her not punishing him in any way and her not coming down at him in any way, mm -hmm. she didn't... She didn't realize that that created the spark that mm. caused what happened later. Mm -hmm. Because he felt there was no repercussions for what he was doing. Mm -hmm. So he needed to find an outlet for his emotions. Mm. The emotions that, you, that are balling up in him that are still going, like, that was his outlet later. Mm -hmm. But what it also created was this bond between him and Allison mm -hmm. that we see at the end of the episode. Yes, I know. I saw that. I mean, I'm grateful for it, but <laughs> but she needs to back up. Um, just saying, just my opinion. Um, so yeah, so maybe hmm, let's see where else I want to talk about. Oh, 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 oh! Before before okay. we go to anywhere else, going back to the three points that you said about Kristen in the beginning, um, mm -hmm. I, I want to talk about his talk with Rhaenyra. Oh, his, uh, his, I'm a good man speech. His Meredith Grey talk. <laughs> his pick me, choose me, love me chat. Yes. yes. That's exactly what both times I watched. I was like, this, this guy's, this, this is Meredith Grey. Um, okay. Before we get to <laughs> yeah. that, I have a question though. Does he not know anything of what happened between Renair and Damon? I don't think he does. I Can still we, don't okay. think he does. So that makes that that puts what he did on the boat in a different light for me. Why? Because tell me the light before and the light now. Explain. Before, well, when I thought he might have had hints, I thought he was trying. To make himself the only one for her to choose. Okay. And I thought he saw a conflict and he was going like, oh, you, I'm the one. Mm -hmm. We need, you need mm -hmm. to choose me over anybody else. Mm -hmm. But after, but in realization that he doesn't know anything about Damon. No. And has no idea what's happening there. I feel like the speech comes from, I purely want happiness. Yes. He's in love. I don't, I don't even want to do what's right. I just yep. want happiness. Mm -hmm. I broke my oath for you. Mm -hmm. I did all of this for you. The least you could do for me is run away with me. Yes. And you'll be free. Mm -hmm. You'll be happy. Mm -hmm. Yes, just, you're he right. Didn't, he <laughs> didn't fully grasp who he was talking to. Yes. Um, and I think that's partially because of, and like what he said, the conversations that they've had over the years. Like he said, you know, I think, I, I think I know you enough to know that you're not even with with all this hullabaloo about being the the queen and everything like that. It's not something that you really really want. Um, and 
and he is definitely like his his plea to her i feel came from from just a place of so much love for her and it was so yeah purity it was so sweet and and so cute um and then Rhaenyra went and like pulled the rug out from under him and oh my god I obliterated the man's soul it was horrible it was rough to watch um but he's like like, I don't want to be a side chick no yeah you want me to be a whore what what do you mean (laughs) like that's I just told you to run away with me to marry me so that we can we can be like na- just like this romantic idea of we can be nameless we mm-hmm. can do whatever we want we can we can have this amazing life between the two of us and then she's like no well we have an under me and and uh what's his name um Lenor have Lenor yeah Lenor have an understanding that he's going to do him and I'm going to do me and that means you and I can have a sneaky link all the time right and she's he's like nah that's not how we're gonna play this and i think the way that like her delivery of it too was a little harsh like i wouldn't give this up for a bushel of oranges and a, and a boat ride to essos yeah. that that i think it's like you're demeaning everything that he holds dear like he just told you that yeah. he knows all of the trade routes routes and all of these other things and you're gonna diminish it to just a bushel of oranges and a, a boat ride are you kidding me i just laid my heart and soul down at your feet and you stepped on it you stepped on it you You had your dragon dracaris it like (laughs) are you serious right now and then he he kind of like he still tries to tell her something i don't remember what and she gives him a history lesson and he's like no this is not i don't care and he turns around and walks away and it's just like yeah. I don't want to hear about Aegon the Conqueror uniting the Seven Kingdoms. And I just, like you said, I just laid out my heart for you because this is what I want because I love you. And this is all I've ever, this is the highest honor. And yeah. this is what you do. You, d- you, you diminish it to being your side chick. You turn my heart to mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's just wrong. It's just wrong on all levels man it's just yeah it was horrible horrible horrible. it was messed up and then it makes it even worse the conversation she has later on in the episode with damon Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like if you really wanted me take me away from Mm -hmm. here just grab me and take me wherever else just pull me and go hey i'm taking her with me (laughs) but like the guy just laid his heart and soul at your lap, and you went, "Nah, but you can be my whore." Yeah, yeah, be my whore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, little whore. And she doesn't even. She what I realized was she doesn't even see it that way. She just sees it as, no. "Oh, we're just gonna, you know, we're just, we're just gonna continue what it was that we were doing, and it's not that big of a deal." Um, so yeah, we're just we're just gonna have fun. Who cares about who cares about you? I got what I want. He's Lenor is getting what he wants. Obviously, all you want is to be with me, so you can be with me. What more would you want? And it comes through in her conversation. She has, like, she, she's, she's, she's an anomaly, man. She has these big feelings sometimes, 
But when it comes to Kristen and love, she doesn't really have fe- big feelings surrounding her. She doesn't love him. So it's just she that's love so him. annoying. I wish she would just love him. I mean, I know that they. But she doesn't. Know, she can't. I know. I know. Because she's obsessed with her uncle. Which is just. just ugh. Anyway. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah, the I don't point know. They're making eyes at each other. Yeah. so strange. I know Targaryens and everything, but. <laughs> All right. So that perfectly transitions with us to. Uh, uh, to Damon. Mm hmm. <laughs> in the beginning of this whole fiasco of an episode. Mm-hmm. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> we get to meet your wife for about three minutes yeah. and you scare her horse into killing her and then you bash her head in with a rock? Yeah. Um... Damon, Damon, I, I, I'm starting to think Damon's bipolar. Y- yeah. Just a little. Because... Yeah. Per episode, I'm starting to think he's bipolar. Per mm-hmm. We get we get a hole Damon one episode, and we get weakling Damon the next mm-hmm. episode. In this episode, we got full a hole Damon. Correct. Full from the very beginning. Like, oh my god! Like, what did I just watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do you think just... that she would have died? though if he didn't if she didn't open her mouth i feel like that's a recurring theme about in this episode like just keep your mouth shut you know um you think you're asking if he would have killed her no if she because it seemed like she he was walking away and then she was like oh i knew you couldn't finish and he came back with the rock do you think that she would have i think he he was was, gonna kill her anyway i think yeah i think he was gonna kill her anyway and that was just given for us okay i think that part was done for us to make it seem like he maybe had a second thought for a second, but I don't think the character as who he was could have ever had a second thought mm. for doing what he was going to mm-hmm. do. Cause he started the whole motion of doing that without saying a word, without doing it with just his presence mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And the whole point was that he was going to kill her the whole time. Mm. That was his whole thought process. Yeah. I don't think I never felt that he was going to do anything else. I just didn't like the fact that we got introduced to this person and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she's just dead in five yeah. seconds. I kind of would have liked like, to have seen her a little bit more, but... I would have liked to know who she was. Yeah. I mean, I guess... This is... Whatever. But that's not the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the story is the Targaryens, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... y- yeah, he's... um Again, he's the, uh, <laughs> the grenade, so... Dude, and he let one go today. Holy Um, crap. I actually didn't think that if, like, I feel like if he, if she would have kept her mouth shut, I don't think he would have killed her. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's a thing, but, um, like, I feel like in his mind, had she not said anything, maybe she would have just Mm. died there because who's going to find her? Um, but since she opened her mouth, instead of getting her head back, exactly. In. And s- instead, since she opened her mouth, it's like, oh, I can't finish. Okay, I'm going to show you that I can finish. And that that cutscene <laughs> to the um to the fish's head getting chopped off, it's like, oh, okay, well, oh, she's yeah, that dead. Was <laughs> that <laughs> she's was, gone. That was a great transition. Um, so that that and I agree, it was, it was nicely done. Um, Got to honor the editing on that, of course. One. Well done. So guys. yeah, so Damon. Um Damon's entrance was very Damon. <laughs> yeah. And a little and a bit um, anticlimactic. It well, didn't really have any how, given that that wasn't the main entrance of that episode. Uh-huh. 
and how like I don't know that anyone else's entrance could have been better than um Allison's and he came right after Allison no no he came, he came right before Allison right entrance. before Allison yes yeah. yes yes you're right <laughs> but I think I think that was the point of the filming like we're gonna give Damon the most Damon entrance you can give him mm-hmm. which is basically just come in cause a little disorder mm-hmm. in people's heads and then go and on then, yeah because we know the next entrance is coming it's gonna be probably the most kick-ass entrance we've had in a while um yeah i mean i don't and the music behind it too yes oh my goodness the music so i'm not even gonna try and pronounce his name but the composer um I I actually listened to the soundtrack for or the soundtracks from um, the original series all the time. Like if I'm mm. doing work, if I'm driving, anything like that. <laughs> I'm so serious. Um, and I cannot wait until this uh, this soundtrack for comes this out. comes out. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that they do a um, a concert like they did for the first oh. seasons of the yeah the first series. Because the music is is so poignant in the places that it that, mm-hmm. that you hear it and it gets a little louder, um, and it's, it has a lot of recurring themes. So there's a, there are different, and we know this from the first um, the first series where each character, each house, kind of has their own um, style of music. So we knew that whenever yeah. Aria had her music, she had like the like if you listen to Needle um, or if you guys do listen to it, whatever, you'll hear the theme for her. But on the um, on the boat ride after Kristen and Rhaenyra have their conversation, that music where it's heavy in the strings, amazing. I, I love it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. All of the, the, all of the music throughout all of the episodes have been amazing. Um, so yeah, but kudos to, to the composer, by the end of the season, I'll know how to say his name so we can actually say it properly. Um, and that's actually something that at the end of the season, at the, at the end of the episode, I have re- a really big note um, next to my notes or in my notes. Music was amazing. Um, so the music is very, yeah. plays a huge role um, in the series as a whole, in both this one and the the first series, I think. So, yeah. Sorry, I went off on a little tangent there. <laughs> No, it's perfect because it's true. It's right. Like the whole entrance behind Allison was so well developed because of the music that was standing behind it as well. Mm-hmm. The way she portrayed her character and the greens they chose and the outfit and everything and the mm-hmm. walk up and the fact that she stopped the king dead yeah. middle in the speech and left him basically yeah. speechless. All of that layered together created this moment that we aren't used to for entrance wise when it comes to game of Mm -hmm. thrones like we don't have we have exits we have big moments that are exits of a scene or ending of an episode or anything like that but to have this entrance moment where she's basically declaring war yeah yeah and she's finally fully taken on what Otto had told her to do and been like okay this is it I'm going in full board. Like, you're going to get all of it. I thought all of that. And then to call Rhaenyra stepdaughter. (laughs) I was like, shots fired. (laughs) 
<laughs> yep. It threw everyone off. Everyone there was thrown thought, off. Allison had, after that, she was building to something, as you said. There were logs being laid on the mm-hmm. fire. Kristen's log was a nuclear bomb. It was plutonium. But there were things. And then when the crescendo came of her entrance and then her statement to Rhaenyra and then her stopping Kristen from killing himself, like all these things that happened after were like, these are my little preparations Mm -hmm. for war. Mm -hmm. I I haven't fought any battles yet, but these are my little ones. And then talking to her family, talking to Mm -hmm. her old town people and them being like we stand mm-hmm. behind you and her acknowledging it and them saying now we truly see a real queen yeah. like so much was layered in this character for the second mm-hmm. half none of this was the point of the first mm-hmm. half of this mm-hmm. of this series this is all for the second half because yeah i think <laughs> there's war coming absolutely and it's going to be ugly. Yeah. She, uh, for the first time, I actually saw her as a queen when she came in and yes. how she carried herself um, and how she threw, like I said, she threw everyone off. You could see how, un- I mean, he didn't even know where he, Viserys didn't even know where he left off, where he left off um, in no. his speech. <laughs> and you could see that she let, when she called Rhaenyra um, stepdaughter, she, even Rhaenyra like was, taken aback a little bit like who do you think you are but i mean she's right she is her stepmother um and then when like she just didn't ask for permission anymore she got up when she wanted to to go talk to Mm -hmm. her family and her people from old town and it was i I was like finally she has she's showing her backbone a little bit um so it's going to be interesting to see where she or how she progresses um and i think it's definitely going to they're they're setting up to even more so put her and Rhaenyra at odds and obviously they're already at odds because of the the succession of um who's going to take the throne but um I was I was very pleasantly surprised at at how she carried herself um in the second half of the episode so I thought fine like finally where has this girl been the entire time but I thought that was all of that. And I agree with you. The way her character develops in this episode towards the back half of the episode is very good. And I thought for her character, this slow development that she's had building to being her own person mm-hmm. has been done very well yeah. in the sense that we hated so much of her being pushed into it and just being this puppet to now showing that she's no longer going to be somebody's yeah. puppet. She's going to dictate some of the things. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like the slow development of what happens when you break down the old barriers of a character. Mm-hmm. But why does it feel to me like Rainier is going into the second half of the season weaker? Like her character doesn't feel as strong as it kind of did in episode two and three. Her character feels a little tentative, a little weaker, and a little more just, I hope Mm -hmm. that when we come back next week, that her character is a little bit more forceful in who she is, Mm -hmm. because it does not, she felt more like that at the beginning than she does now. Yeah, Um, I get that. 
I think she's still in in the situation where she there's only but so much that she can do because her yeah. father is still king. So she's still just a princess. Like there's nothing that she can do. She a short of killing her own father. And that's not going to happen because then that that would really be a problem. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's only there's there's only but so much that she can do. And right now, the only thing she can do is get married to this guy to hopefully solidify her um, her succession. And and yeah. that's it. And we see I thought maybe that King Viserys would be dead the next episode, but he's not going to be. <laughs> so. At least for so yeah, so close. At least for one more episode, we're still going to be playing this this politic game where it's like, no, you just need to sit here and listen to what's going on. And yes, that's important, but at the same time, it's like, when does she get to come and step into her position as well? Because then, what's going to happen yeah. is she's going to start having kids. Allison's kids are going to come are going to get older, so it's really going to start to pick up and and be even more dramatic now because. Yeah. This queen isn't even... There's actually going to be somebody fighting for the Yeah, throne. this queen isn't really going to even be able to be queen because when's that supposed to happen? Um, yeah. So, but yeah, you are you are right. She does seem a little more uh, reserved, but I think it has a lot to do with her status and her position as to, like, she can't do anything. She's just there, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... So, we got to talk about the last... Yeah, yeah, the, the Night of Kisses. ten minutes, like... First of all, his name is Joffrey. We're going to start with him. So we should have known. He'd be a jerk. Oh, Jesus, I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that. Sir Joffrey uh, Lonmouth? Something something like that. I'm saying it wrong. Whatever, don't come from Sir me. Joffrey Kisses? Yeah, yes. the Night okay. of Kisses. <laughs> He's another one that should have just kept his mouth uh, shut. Yo, are you an idiot? Like, if he's ignoring you to an extent, like, let it go. Don't push. I get that you're happy that you're going to have your, <laughs> you know, your boy toy around and you're going to be able to play with him whenever you want. But maybe take a cue. If this guy's standing here and standing at attention. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe this isn't the right time to approach him. Maybe this isn't the right time. You don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. You know, feel out the room. Mm-hmm. Understand what's happening and walk the fuck away because you didn't and your face got turned into mashed potato. Yeah. Um, so... We didn't see any of that, too. Like, we didn't see Kristen Cole walking across. No. We it just, it was just a pool yes. of bodies and we got shots of Kristen pounding his face and then pushing off the future king and hitting him in the face Corliss's son, and then all of a sudden we got Strong Son just barreling through everybody and picking up Rhaenyra. Oh, and like, Yo. who's? By the way, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Can... No, go. Oh, go, uh... so I no longer like uh, what's his name, the the Lenor, for obvious reasons. Okay, he's not a cutie to me anymore. Because he he has his boy toy, <laughs> Sir Harwin though, the guy that barreled through and picked up um, Rhaenyra, I need to be saved by I him. 
he should come save me. He looked like a linebacker for a football team, he, honestly. He could come tackle me any day. And his father just looked at him and went like, Oh, that's his dad? Do I have to? Yes. That's one of the Strongs. So his brother is the slimy one? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, needs, he needs to beat Opposites. his brother up. <laughs> Opposites. Uh, well, you don't know if that's what led to his brother in his current condition. You're right. <laughs> You're right. So so with with uh, the Night of Kisses, this guy not keeping his mouth shut, I think what uh-huh. happens to people in, in power positions, quote unquote, is that they don't think that because they're in these positions that they can be rattled. And I feel like going back to um, Viserys, the same thing happened mm-hmm. to him when Allison came in. I feel like they yeah. don't think that they're going to be tested at all. And when they are, it's funny <laughs> a little bit sometimes. Um, and I think that's why. Or it's a pounding. Yeah, I think that's why this guy thought, I'm going to go and I'm going to tell Sir Kristen this because he's a knight and he's supposed to have honor. But he's already broken it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm basically going to pee on the tree and make sure that he knows that I know. And let's just keep it cool. Yeah. But it didn't. And I think. Oh, no. He didn't realize the level of emotion that was there. Yes. And again, <laughs> and I feel like just like Allison, there were a bunch of little logs being thrown onto Kristen's fire uh-huh. that led up to the final pummeling of this guy. It was first the conversation with Rhaenyra on the boat, then the conversation yes. with Alicent, um, and now uh-huh. this conversation with Joffrey. And each time there was nothing that he could do. At, like, the only thing that he could... No, there was no way out no, for him. The only thing that he did yeah. with Rhaenyra that he was able to do was walk away, so nothing was resolved. With... Um, Allison, like you said, nothing was resolved because he wasn't, no one, yes, there were no, like, no repercussions. And this time he's working, so he can't do anything at all. He can't show any emotion. He's like, bro, I'm working. Like, go away. What's your business? Get out of here. Had the guy just walked away, maybe, maybe it wouldn't have been an issue. But that tap on the back, and then when he walked away, he brushed up on him as well. That's a fight here in the Bronx, okay? I don't know about anywhere else, but that's a problem. Uh, it was, yeah, he, he. I don't want to say he deserved it, but he walked into a situation that he didn't have enough information mm-hmm. on, and he thought he was doing the right thing. And if it had been any other time, it probably could have mm-hmm. been almost the right thing. He probably would not have been turned into mashed potatoes, but he, you might have still gotten punched at any other mm-hmm. point because you are talking about a knight's honor. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, I just... Like, I'm... The only thing that confuses me about the whole episode, you beat the living crap out of somebody who came in with the new royal mm-hmm. family. Like, you just... <clears throat> excuse me. You just pummeled mm-hmm. him. Why did no one stop Kristen? Would you have stopped him? Why were there no why were there guard wise? Oh. Why were there no other guards? Because there all the fights were happening everywhere else. There was it was one of my notes is it just like mayhem. a wedding. There are there was so much happening. So much happening. 
Um, there were side conversations happening. There was drama everywhere. As soon as the uh, dance, I think it's the dragon dance where where um, Rhaenyra mm-hmm. and Lenor dance together. As soon as that happened, tension you could tension started to build. And as a I'm I'm watching it and I could see the tension starting. The dances yep. that the dance that the guests were doing, um, just the way that they. Like they would walk and then they would kind of, the male and the female would then push each other away and the, the their feet would stomp and that kept happening and that would bring up the tension even more because it would be a lull and then it would build the tension. The music had the tension building as well. The conversations. Oh, the music was beautiful. Yes, the conversations oh, that the were happening. The music players were great yes, too. Yes, they were. <laughs> they were really good. The conversations were that were intense. happening were intense. The one with um with the cousin of... Uh, Damon's wife and then Damon and then the conversation between oh. Damon and uh, Lenore's sister yeah. the conversation yeah. between Damon and Rhaenyra the tension just kept building and building and building and building and where we thought a fight was going to happen maybe it wasn't. was not where it came from at all. So when it came from Kristen and even when it happened I was like what? what's, go- like, what's going on yeah, you couldn't picture it. They were filming it so well to like get away from it and not yes. show it, and they would show moments. They would like show cutscenes of it and then go back to everything yes. else, and show another cutscene of it and then go back <laughs> yeah. to everything else until at the end, all he's doing is pounding on the guy's mm-hmm. face, like he's just bare knuckled, like, bare knuckled. Yes, or did he? No, have he his didn't. Mouth? He he's had yeah, he had like the part that covers his forearm, but he yeah he 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 cracked his. Yeah, he turned him into ground beef with his knuckles, bro. <laughs> it was insane. And what's crazy is that guy, Joffrey, whatever his name is, said that his white cloak had been bloodied with um, Rhaenyra's, the princess's maidenhead. No, it was not. It was bloodied with your blood, my guy. You should watch what you're saying. Watch your mouth, okay? Um but yeah, uh, my my last note about the wedding was uh, talk about a red wedding, because oh my goodness! Yeah. And then the rat eating the drink. Yeah, the that at the end I have in my notes too. Like that was... that's really symbolic of what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. And the rush to actually do yeah. the wedding too, yeah. right afterwards. Like mm-hmm. there was no stopping. No. Yeah, it's supposed this? to be seven days, like, which I didn't pick happened? up on the first yes. the first watch. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he announced there's going to be seven days of build up. It's going to be an epic wedding because this is my daughter and she's going to take the throne. So it has to be epic. Just like her taking of the throne is epic. Shotgun wedding. We need to get this done because yeah, because this just happened. (laughs) And I kind of feel bad. I thought the two for, for, uh, for King Viserys too, because it's like everything that he ever plans just gets shot. Just goes to crap. Poor, like poor guy. He just he just wants to Tell have him a party. In the first episode, his yes. wife dies. The hunt just goes haywire. Ugh, this it just, goes just sideways. I feel bad for him, but whatever. He's he. But whatever. my my biggest thing for this episode is that this was. This felt like an everybody else episode. Mm-hmm. How most of our episodes have been focused around Rhaenyra and Viserys. Mm-hmm. This was like here are the other characters that are going to matter. Yeah. That's why I stick. That's why I think Kristen is still going to matter later mm-hmm. on, even if he doesn't make an appearance for an episode or two. If we just see him in the mm-hmm. background, he's going to matter. 
it's just like all of this happened to show off these other characters Mm -hmm. to show what pushed them to be who they're going to be going Mm -hmm. forward in this story to open up this to open it up a little bit yeah Yeah. something that we've been talking about yeah um i think Kristen's going to be um important uh, and I'm going I off think of Kristen's gonna be I'm going off of the preview for next week. I think Kristen's going to be a very valuable cog in Allison's plan. Mm. Do you think that he's gonna wanna and be it or she's gonna use it? Like I mean honestly It's honor. Everything's with mm. honor with him. I think he's gonna be honor bound to the idea of being on her side okay. because in some way it's gonna justify his turn. Mm. And I think this goes back to the line I think we've used in other podcast recordings. Sometimes, you know, you have to die the hero or live long <laughs> enough to see yourself become the villain. And Kristen is the villain. Oh, no. He became the villain. Just He's going to be everybody, the villain. I don't see it no, going any other way. He, he just had a bad day. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, just, he just had a bad day. Yeah. Ground beef and mashed yeah. potatoes. That's a great That's combination a for a bad day. He, he's still a good guy. He's still a good guy. <laughs> Anything else in your notes you yes, want to hit? Yes, actually, there I'm, was oh. um, really quickly, but I can't even find it now. Um, oh, when when Viserys is talking about how, like, oh, how will they remember me? <laughs> oh, I thought it was like a piece of crap. He's so sad, that guy. Like... I don't understand. <laughs> I've yeah. never, I've never had a character that I look at more and I feel more pity for. For real, than I've like felt seriously, I don't. He and he's a king. It's not like he's just some side character. He's the king. And yeah. one of the lines that he said was, uh, "I often think that the crucible, that in the crucible, I may have been forged a different man." And what I thought of was, I think last episode, you and I talked about how, or maybe it was the last one, or the, I don't know, one of these, where he's, I kind of always compare him to Ned. But Ned has been through fights, mm. and that's something that yeah. Viserys talked about. Like Viserys he's never, never he's up. never had to fight. He's never had conflict. He's always just been, you know, just there. Um, so that that I thought was, I just wanted to be like, yeah, you know, me, just like just like how you said he, um, unlike Ned, where Ned has been through stuff. <laughs> he, this guy is Ned had substance. He doesn't. Um, poor guy, but yeah. Um, and he's so he's so weak. But it's being delivered yeah. so well by the yeah. actor. It's like, I can only pity you because the person playing you makes mm. it that way. Because somebody else could try to play this and not deliver it mm. in the right way. This is being delivered in such a way where you see his strength and you see his mm-hmm. weaknesses. And then when he only has weaknesses, you're like, Ugh, oh, why? <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Just yeah, just point. what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Um, but going back to because I want to close with Kristen, I do not think that he is. I don't think he's going to be a villain, and I don't think that moving forward, um, he's going to. I think he's going to. He might side with Allison a little bit more, um, but I, I kind of, and I, I'm gonna talk about the preview for next episode. I know usually we don't, and I, and all this other <laughs> stuff, but I think that. Uh, Rhaenyra and Kristen hook up a couple times and have a couple kids and I think 
it's going to be a big problem. Oh, you're talking about what those kids look like. What they look like and what Allison says. Because she's like, um, having one child is one thing, but having three is an insult. And she's talking to Viserys when she talks about that. um, Or she says that. So I think he's still going to be around. I think it's still going to be an issue. I don't know. I I just, I don't know. That's going to make him even more twisted in my book. You think so? Because he's only going to be doing that not out of love or anything that he was talking about before. He's going to be doing that because Allison is asking him to use her in some way or do something like that. Because the only reason he would continue that... Because, like, you can't tell me that he would still be a knight of the Queen's Guard when you just killed her future husband's... Mm, Boy toy. Guy. Yeah, there's but nobody it but no story wise mm, it doesn't feel but nobody right. knows that. I mean the the higher ups know that. But like that can't come out. But he punched yes, them. Yes, but that can't come out. He punched them. He could lie and be like, Oh, he was gonna kill Rhaenyra. And they're not they're he I mean he him. killed him. <laughs> but he, No, he killed him. Oh he punched the he king. Punched yeah, the yeah, king. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right. Yes, 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 yes. you're right. Yeah. That, he could be like, Oh, I don't know who that was. Sorry. I was just, you know, there were a lot of people around. I was caught up in the emotion of the exactly. moment. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's it'll be hard for him to not love her. I think I think her, his love will turn into a bit of resentment because of where he yeah. is and where he's going to be. Um, but I don't think that he's not going to love her. I just want to see where they end up next. We'll get an answer to this yeah. with the next episode. It's going to be... Because I think we're speculating a mm-hmm. lot. And I, I still get this feeling like his character has made switch. Switched a little bit from what he was. Mm-hmm. Or what he was trying to be delivered as at, at first. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's going to be pretty what he turns into. I'll take care of him. It's okay. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, uh, once again, don't forget. This, this is us. <laughs> you can follow us on all social medias and how to find that is at the GOT Addicts. And if you want, you can send us an email. And the place to do that is GOTAddicts at gmail.com. Peace. Bye.